This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Second Corinthians 5.14, real quick, I got to get into a uh, look at this. For the love constrains us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. 15, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. Everybody say, unto themselves. But unto him which died for them and rose again. So he just told you how you live. You live for me. I die for you, you live for me. What you want dies. Amen. Let me fulfill what you need. That's good, Father. Should I say what I just heard? God just told me this, and you can throw it away, but he just said this to me. He said, if, <laughs> he said, if they let me fulfill what they need, they will never want. Amen. Oh, thank you, Father. He said, he said, and I'll back it up with scripture. He said, Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall. Did y'all hear what I just said? It takes me out of the element. If I let him supply my need, I, there is no want. Amen. <laughs> that was good. Okay, praise the Lord. Huh? We all right. I think it was a truck. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. I got you. Oh, thank you. All right. Let's keep going. Therefore, wherefore, henceforth now we know no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now, henceforth now, we henceforth know we him no more. Sorry about that. 17th verse says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a, old things are, behold, all things become new. Y'all know the scripture because this is one favorite scripture in the church. But most people don't know what it means. You know, when he's talking about old things pass away, the old nature has now died. Where you didn't have no choice in the matter when it pertained to sin, you now have a choice. He said, but now your mind, that's something different. Transformation takes place with the renewing of the mind. He said, your mind still has to be renewed, though, because it still wants to think old. That's why you still have some feelings. That's why you still think certain ways, because you're thinking, you're thinking, but you've been changed. Look at your neighbor and say, I've been changed. All right, look at it. I, sin doesn't have to have its hold on me anymore. Look at your neighbor and say, I know that's right. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, look what he says. He's a new creation, new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become anew. That's not talking about my hands look new. That's not talking about my feet do too. Somebody say amen. All right, so because you still got them bunions you got when you got saved. Somebody say amen. 
And then some of y'all be like, fix them, Lord, fix them. Amen. He will, he will, man. He will. Glory to God. Next verse, please. 18. 18, got to keep moving. And all these things, and all, and all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and had given us the ministry of reconciliation. Now you and I go out and do the same thing he did for us. Somebody say amen. Next verse, please. Watch this. To wit that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Let's keep going. Quickly. Let's keep going. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. 21. Look at this. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew that. Come on, ready, read. That we, everybody say that. We, that everybody say that we, one more time, everybody say that we might be made the righteousness of God. See, the, see, you're still letting what you did define you. You're still allowing your sin to define who you are when God said my righteousness defines you. That's the new image that is in you now. See, when you know who you are, you start acting like a lot of times we don't act like it because we're still renewing our mind with the old stuff. The more we renew our mind with the old stuff, we act old. The reason why I still want to whoop your tails because I'm thinking like that. Amen. Somebody said, some men said, I, I still got my player's card. Well, the still reason why you still have your player's card and you in church is because you still thinking with the old mind. That card was given away when you became a man of God. So, see, we need to start calling people who they are. And that helped people come up. Man of God. How you doing, man of God? How about we do that? Women of God. Man, how about you? That change, that change everything. Right when you get ready to do something. Man of God, how you been? Mm-hmm, I'm, go, I'm, go, I'm doing good. Changes everything, don't it? When you get ready to say something out of time, man of God, you all right? <laughs> don't it? It brings a difference. My wife, you know how I know I was driving. It was my turn to drive. Y'all know what that means, right? It's my turn to drive. And she, and, and what did I say? I don't did something. I did something. She said, man of God. I was like. <laughs> so you, you, you quickly come back to myself. You know, and I, and I try to explain. But the reason why is because they knew. I think I blew the horn or something. I was like, let's go. How long does it take? Change the lane. I mean, do you know where you're going? Make the decision. Amen. Does that make sense? All right. James Cleveland used to say, please be patient with me. God is not. Oh, y'all don't know James Cleveland. (laughs) 
<laughs> Only the older saints, the, they know James Cleveland. Y'all don't know James Cleveland. They know Marvin Sapp or somebody, but not James Cleveland. Amen. There would have been no Marvin. Oh, okay, let's go, Lord. Leave me alone. All right. So one of the things that sin nature is that old aspect of man. Again, it's the rebellious side of man. All right. Look at this. I want to show you two things before I move out and go home. Romans 6 and 6. Let's go to Romans 6 and 6. Amen. I'm not a slave to sin anymore, and I need you to see that. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed. That henceforth, we should not serve sin. I'm not a slave to sin anymore. Somebody say amen to that. Turn with me to James 1.22 quickly. James 1.22, we're forgetting who we are. We're walking away from the mirror, and we're forgetting what we look like actually once we moved away. Amen. What's my time? Glory to God. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Glory to God. I'm good. I, I must have had two different times. Your time must be different than their time. All right. Okay. Well, go ahead. Let's go on. Can I finish? Y'all all right? All right. Look what the Bible says. And knowing this, that, oh, women, that ain't what I want. Uh, James 1 and 22. Put that on the board. James 1 and 22. Look at this. And we're going to read down the 25th verse. All right. I want you to keep getting this. Are y'all good? Amen. Be ye. Come on, everybody see it. Be ye. And not what? Deceiving who? Who got deceived? You. Why? Because you're not doing the word. Look what he says. 23rd verse. You're going to see this. For if any man be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. Don't watch this. See, when you're not a doer of the word and the word says, I made you in my image, I want you to act like I made you in my image. When you don't act like that, you're forgetting who you are. Your victory depends on knowing who you are. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. Man he was. That says you looked in the mirror and you just looked at what you had on and you moved out of the mirror that quick and forgot what you had on. Does that make sense? I saw myself in the mirror, then I moved away from it and I forgot who I was. Many of you are moving away from the mirror forgetting who God said you were. Because you're not doing his work. It doesn't matter who you are. We got to do his word for this thing to work. Somebody say, I know that's right. 25th verse says this. But whoso, man, I love this. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continue with therein. This is the law of liberty. He being not a forgetful hearer. Don't forget what you just heard today. But a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. Somebody say amen. amen. Write this down. I got to go. I, I, got, I got 10 more minutes. Okay, whatever. Everything that God will ever do for the human race has already been done. That was accomplished through the cross. Somebody say amen. 
God wants, write this down. We're almost done. We're almost done. Y'all all right? Y'all need to stand up? Can we get to the finish line? Y'all getting anything? All right. Glory to God. You're in the right place at the right time, receiving the right word to change your life for the better. Somebody say amen. If you're listening to me via whatever, your life should be better. I'm a doer of the word. Confess that. I am a doer of the word. Not just a hearer. And my life and my life and my life is the better. My life's better because of the word of God I heard. My life is better because I've taken this word and implemented it into my life. I am who he says I am. Come on, say it. I am who he says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am a believer, not a doubter. I am a doer. I am a doer. I am a doer. And not just a hearer. I can do it. He wouldn't tell you you could do all things if it wasn't possible. Anything God speaks, he says that it is. I'm, an, I'm in the victorious image of him now. I should walk in victory. Now, one thing that you have to understand, that doesn't mean things will not come your way. But he's already given you the ability to overcome whatever comes your way. You're victorious. See, you're showing up at the fight thinking you didn't have to fight. But God said, no, no, no. I want you to stand at the fight because all I'm going to do for you, I'm going to be in front of you in the fight. I just need you to be there. Somebody say, show up. God wants you to write this down. God wants you to do three things real quick. And, I, and I'm going to go to first Samuel real quick. God wants you to do three things. I want you to understand. I want you to believe. And I want you to receive. I'll say it again. God wants you to understand. He wants you to believe. And he wants you to receive. You'll get to a place now. You'll defend what's already been done. I'm not fighting to obtain. I'm fighting to maintain. That was good. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. That, that, that just slid out. I'm not obtained. See, you're trying to obtain when you should maintain what's already been given. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Real quick. Go to first Samuel. I'm almost done. Somebody say he's almost done. Last week we told you if all you see is what you see, you do not see all that can be done. First Samuel. When you get there, say Amen. First Samuel, let's look at the second verse and then we're going to skip around and down so that we can go home or so I won't go over my time. And Saul and the men of Israel, second verse, were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah. I hope I said that correct. And set the battle in array against the Philistines. Now the Philistines had set themselves in array also. To set yourself in array means to get in order, to get in the line. To get ready to go. Somebody say amen. I got my shield. I got my shields. I got my, my sword. And I got everything. I'm ready to go. Everybody's lined up. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Now watch this. Ninth verse. 
I tell you what, let's go to uh, the eighth verse. It talks about Goliath. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, why are you come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine? Are you servants to, to Saul? Choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. Now, watch this. This is important in life because, see, whatever you don't look. Why, oh, let me just read it. Whatever you don't kill, what God tells you to kill, you'll serve. You know what I'm saying? There are certain things in life that you need to deal with. And God said, and when you say deal with, well, wait a minute, let me, let me show you. God's already pronounced what he wants with it. You now follow through because it's your faith following through that you're able to receive. Does that make sense? Watch this. If you be able to fight with me and to kill me, then will then we will be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, now watch this. I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now it shifts the scene and goes right to David. It tells you how David was the youngest of the three elders that followed Saul. And then David was feeding his father's sheep, it says in the 15th verse. And then his father tells him to take, take the cheese and some other stuff to his brothers, some loaves to his brothers. We're skipping down because of time. Then he says, 20th verse, And David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him. And he came to the trench as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for the battle. For Israel and the Philistines had put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brother. And he, as he talked with them, behold, there came, upon, came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath. Goliath by name, out of nine, six, they say it was, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. The same thing he spoke to the children of Israel was the same thing David heard. There's going to be things you're going to hear that's going to, you're going to receive different than other people. Just because somebody speaks fear to you, that doesn't mean you're going to receive it. Did y'all catch what I said? And the men of Israel and all the men of Israel said to David, see, when people don't walk in faith and believe what God's word said, now this is what they'll do. They'll try to get you to misery loves company. So now I'm going to try to get you to do what I do. Well, God won't do it. If God didn't it, no, no, God, I tell you, God didn't do it for me like that. He can't do it for you. That's not what the Bible says. I have to say, have the same image that David had when he went into battle. Somebody say amen. And the men of Israel said, have you seen this man? Look at this. Surely to defy the Israel as he come up and he shall be that. And it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the men that stood to him saying, what shall be done? Look, David ain't caring what they're saying. David is concerned about what I'm going to get. What shall be done to the man that killeth the Philistine? Take away the reproach of Israel. 
For who is this? Now, wait a minute. David just did something. Before we go home, David just did something. He just identified who Goliath was. Did you see that? Now, you got to catch this because, see, if you catch this image, you'll go into any, any battle that you go into or you think you're into, you'll realize that this isn't your battle. The battle is the Lord's. Amen. See, can I say something to you? Some of the fights you're in are fights you started. You started them fights. And then you asked God to come fight for you. When God said, no, 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 the fights that I fight are mine. You fight what, you fight my fights. You're my fighter. If you do what I tell you to do, you always win. Why? Because you're mine. I've already won. I just need you to stand. Man, did y'all catch that? I've already won the victory. All I need you to do is stand right in it. You should never complain. I heard somebody say this to me one time. I don't know why I don't. It just seemed like I could never win. Got the wrong image. I don't care where you are in life, and this is going to be a tough one. This, this is going to be a tough swallow. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell y'all ain't ready for this one. I don't care where you are in life. Victory is yours if you get in the right image of what God says you are. Amen. Amen. I don't care where you are. I don't care what's going on right now. Did y'all hear me? I don't care what's going on right now. The more you see the image of who he says you are, the more you start acting like it, the more you start walking like it, the more you start talking like it, the more you start doing what he called you to do. Victory then becomes yours. You possess it. David never once looked at Goliath. He looked at the covenant. Look what he said. Did did y'all catch what I just said? He never looked at, when I say look at the covenant, I'm saying he always looked at the promise of what God's word said versus what he saw. Oh, y'all didn't hear what it just said. He always looked at the promise of what God's word said versus what he saw. He could, he said, I don't deny that I got something nine foot six in front of me, but I will tell you that the covenant is stronger than anything that is standing in front of me. And that's what he's telling you and I as a believer. You've got to trust that the covenant that God has made with you is stronger than anything that you see in your life. That's why I tell you there's nothing in your life now that won't be defeated by the promise. Or hasn't been defeated by the promise. Look what he said. Look what he said. And David spoke to him. He said this. Oh, man. Glory to God. I'm out of time. But where, where, where was I? Glory to God. 26, and David spoke to the man, what should be done? For who is this uncircumcised that shall defund? Now, see, watch this. David made it personal against God. You're making it against you. He said, this thing ain't about me. This is about God. Who in the world is going to stand before the living, the armies of the living God? Who is this man? Who does he think he is? 
Who do you, where did you come from? You aren't circumcised, Philistine. You don't have a covenant with the Most High. How dare you even talk to me? Who do you think you are? Somebody say amen. amen. You ever had somebody say something to you and you went, who, wait a minute, who you talking to? <laughs> Y'all have, have had one of those moments and you had to check somebody. I had to, can I tell quick, real quick. I had, I was sitting right here. I, had, I was sitting right here and I was sitting like this. One, and uh, I had somebody in here, they had did something wrong. And I was talking to him and he said, your people, he did just like that. He said, your people, he said, uh, he said, your people, your people did it. And I told y'all, y'all don't. And I said, I said, whoa, whoa, whoa hold up, cat. I said, I don't know who you think. Talk to, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Get yourself right on up out of here. I said, then I tell him, I said, you can leave right now. You can leave. I jumped right up. I said, oh, what did he say, you people? You can get yourself out of here right now. See, I recognize who I was, and I recognize you ain't had no right to talk to me any kind of way. Wait a minute. And then the other fellow said, oh, wait a minute now. What's going on? No, what's going on is somebody just said something, and I recognize who I am, and I'm not going to let an uncircumcised Philistine come in my house. Come on now, come on now. You got to get them things. You understand what I'm saying? And you got to be like that in your house. I'm not letting any kind of uncircumcised Philistine roll up in here and talk to me in a kind of what? Treat me in a kind of what? Victory is mine. Does that make sense? Boy, hey, the man, he shook. Hey, look, one fellow shook, then the other fellow, he going like this, he shook. I mean... Everybody, everybody got shook all of a sudden when, the, when, the, when, when David rose up. See, I wasn't fighting my own battle. She'll tell you, okay, all right, thank you. All right, can I, can I, can I finish this? She's like, I'm going to get in trouble, y'all. Y'all know I'm in trouble, right? So he said, what shall it be done to him? Watch this. David said to Saul in the second verse, he said, David said to Saul, let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Watch this. I got to move down because she just showed me I'm out of time. 37 said, the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear. He will deliver me out of the hand. Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And can we leave on this point? I'll let you go on this point. But David was being prepared for the battle before the battle even as appeared. appeared. Does that make sense? Do you see? He said, David said, more of the Lord, not himself, the Lord delivered me out of the paw of the lion. I don't know about you. I've never wrestled with a lion, don't desire to, but I think that's a bad dude. Amen. And out of the paw of the bear. I don't know about you. I've seen bears and uh, I don't want to meet one. Somebody say amen. He will deliver. Notice who David said would deliver him. 
he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go and the Lord uh, be with you. See, when David goes out, when he first shows himself to Goliath, Goliath says, who who said, what is this? What in the, you brought this little rutty boy out down there cuss at you, you know, but he just called him rutty. Who is this little, small, little rutty boy coming out here to meet me? But see, David said, I got a covenant with God. Because you don't have a covenant with God, that's going to be your downfall. Your problem is, now, hey, the in that's oh, oh, two things. So he says, I have a covenant with God. And now watch this. You come out with me with a, a sword and a spear. Now, remember, he, Goliath had his guy carrying his stuff. But God, he's using a gun and David's using a missile. David didn't have to get close. He just had, see, when you use what God called you to use, it's always going to outweigh whatever the enemy sends against you. Does that make sense? It seems crazy, but it always works. That little story I told you about right here. I t- he kept telling me, I ain't doing nothing. I could care less what you think. After the end, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He laughed. He laughed. He thought it was funny. At the, I mean, when, when I did that situation, he didn't think it was funny. But weeks after, he thought it was funny. When you're on the phone, you think it's funny. Right, 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 right. But then I said, we're not done. And he was like, what do you mean? I said, we're not done. He's like, you're not going to win this. Already won this. Because you're not fighting me. Guess who won it? I got a letter in the mail saying, you won this because he's wrong. And then once he said, once he saw that letter in the mail, he was like, what can I do for you? I was like, Doc, it was always about the covenant. You can't go against the covenant of God and think you're going to win. A man of God or woman of God, you, men, women of God, who stand on a covenant always walk in victory. No matter what the size of the problem. Victory is ours. What image, if we're going to take control of these families and our families, what image are we walking in? If we walk in the image that's based on the covenant, my family never loses. Teach your children now, young, teach them now about the covenant of God, which is his word. Amen. God says, I'll do everything that my word said I'll do. Amen. I'm out of time. I thank you for yours. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. Lord.